This is the Timber and Steel Podcast. Here we take on topics ranging from fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and we make them relevant to regular people just like us. So sit back, relax, and I hope you learn something. Jenny, what are you laughing about? Uh, it's Friday. It, it is Friday. Yay. I guess. All day, all day, all the days have run together. Yeah. I thought it was all day Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday, but that yeah. was, the week was short because we had the holiday with Labor Day. Yeah. Earlier this week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've been face down in drywall mud. Oh. Face, face up drywall. I just, I've been covered in drywall mud all week. Lovely. But it's. It's coming. Done. Dry, the mudding is done. I'm done with all the wet stuff. Huzzah gonna sand it today so i'm gonna be covered in white powder i'm gonna look like the world's largest like coke addict <laughs> just just bathe myself in it yes. um and then we're gonna we're having a painting party tonight and tomorrow Great. i mean i don't know how much of a party that's gonna be but it's gonna be a party we're going to paint some things yeah and Great. uh and then like the majority of the messy stuff will be done break out the vacuums yeah. It's time. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I might have to. My dad has like three or four shop vacs. Yes. I might go <gasps> grab those so we can have a vacuuming party. <laughs> anyway. We we know how to have a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah we do. Mm-hmm. You know, just like people that are in cults. <laughs> How'd you like that transition? <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, that was great. So <laughs> CrossFit is often thought of as a cult. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to talk about today is why it maybe it is and why it's definitely not. And yeah, all the nuances in there and why people get that opinion and what people know and don't know and realize and don't realize and et cetera, et cetera. You got to be able to lick it, Jenny. I know. I, I feel like I'm like slouching in my, like I'm not on my sit bone there. All right. Okay. Let me we, lick the microphone. Jenny's is that better? bring it closer. Okay. Closer. Ari, can you lick it? There. <laughs> okay. Is that okay? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's got to come up since so that you're talking right into the side of it. Is that better? Oh, yes. Yeah. There it is. Kay. There's Jenny. All right. So I think this was your idea of a, of a topic. So let, yeah, let's, I'll let you, yeah. you kick it off here. So I was, I was out and I was actually at some of our members' wedding. Okay. And I was sitting with some people and they were like, oh, how do you know the bride and groom? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm actually, I'm, we all go to CrossFit together. I'm mm-hmm. their CrossFit coach. And her immediate response was, isn't CrossFit a cult? And I was like, wow, that was, that was the first question right yeah. at me. So I kind of stumbled a little bit and I was like, no, yes, no, no. No. And then we got, her and I actually got into this really great conversation about it. So it kind of turned in, first of all, like, what's the definition of a cult? And you were just saying you watched a show. So what what would you say? Oh, yeah. I don't necessarily remember. It was in a podcast and they were talking about a recent documentary series about some people that were like, "Is, is this a cult? And I don't remember the definition that they came to, but there were qualities about that group of people that could be, yeah, could be defined. As a cult, and a lot as they were going through that list of qualities, um, that that are like, yeah, CrossFit kind of kind of does fit the description of of what they're talking about. But the the definitions that 
uh, I've heard in the past, there are characteristics of many cults that there are like a strict rules and guidelines on how to live. Mm -hmm. And there is often some sort of like penalties or you're either in or out of the group. If you like some um, punishments and stuff, if you are, don't make those choices or you choose to do things outside of the rules. And there's usually some sort of charismatic leader that uh, everyone is rallied behind and kind of Mm -hmm. follows them blindly and, and that sort of stuff. Those are some of the things that I can remember off the top of my head about characteristics of a, of a cult. Yeah, you pretty much, according to Merriam-Webster Ooh. Dictionary, they're a great devotion to a person, idea, object, movement, or work, such as a film or a book. Oh. Yeah. So that's, a, that's a very broad. That's so broad. So a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, some people will probably be, there's a, a cult of harry potter books right Right. i mean right so saying that crossfit is a cult i mean could could be the thing right i why do you think i mean i mean there could be people that are cults of a of the big mac i mean for all i know they they really are (laughs) devoted to mcdonald's why do you think that like that i mean the fact that that that's not the first time i've heard someone say like that's at least as soon as you say the word crossfit Someone say, oh, isn't that a cult or that's a cult or I'd never join that cult or those sorts of things. Why do you think that is one of the first things that people say? You know, because in our in our culture, cult is sometimes used more of a negative term Mm -hmm. and that everybody is trying to be the same, do the same thing all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And really what she was getting I asked her, what does she mean by that? And she goes, you guys are super competitive and you're really intense Mm -hmm. and you're all about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, I could see where some people do look that way. Mm -hmm. And walking, we could we can open this up to any gyms that you could say that walking in, if that is your first impression, a -hmm. bunch of people with nobles and Reebok nanos that shuffle towards a whiteboard to... Mm -hmm hear what a wad is and then there's all these different terms that yeah. new mm-hmm. people wouldn't know what their amrap chippers snatches mm-hmm. what are all these terms we're using and then all these noises go off and people do things yeah following a concept by one person yeah so the negative component that can come from that on the outside yeah i could definitely see how some people yeah would negatively Look at it that Me way. Me too. Me too. I mean, when I first started, that's all I could talk about. I talked about it to every person yeah. and I tried to get them to join. It was like, it wasn't just like, hey, here's a thing that I'm doing, but no, it's like, you should do this. This yeah. will, this is amazing. And telling people about every day, telling them about the workout that we did. I've come to, I mean, now I realize that people that have never done anything like this, the concept, like they have no context for understanding mm-hmm. if that workout was hard or not. Like they don't. They don't know, even watching people come in that are new here and they think they can do the workout as written because they don't have any realization as to how difficult that actually is. And no, they have to scale quite a bit to make that happen. So, but yeah, then there's, then there was Greg Glassman and his, his -hmm. wife at the time. I can't remember what her name was. They basically kind of developed this thing Mm -hmm. and what he said, like was gospel truth, even like, and everyone followed it, even though he said this is the world's largest fitness experiment. So what this is what I think, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. As soon as 
based on data over time shows that this doesn't work, then we will change the methodology to like to ref- to go along with what the data says. And, and I think that has happened a bit over the years, but yeah, when, when people first start up, they are often like, wow, this is, this is a, amazing in mm-hmm. what it's doing for me and how I feel and just like what I'm capable of. And, and you want other people in your life to experience that same thing. So you become this evangelist and yeah. so you got that whole side of it. And then you have, I mean, it's even, it's gotten better because as the, as the CrossFit has grown as a training methodology, the vendors, the product people have grown. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot more choices mm-hmm. for clothing and whatnot and so that has become more more broad but yeah you're right there's a lot of people wearing the same shoes but even earlier days there was like Reebok was the only people maybe Innovate still was making some some shoes but most people weren't anyway it doesn't matter but I mean long socks because rope climbs and box jumps you're trying to protect your shins and like all the ladies were wearing booty shorts and it was like very very similar like there was a crossfit look and and it was kind of kind of weird yeah i mean looking up from the outside in it looks kind of weird are there any benefits to any of those things like the amrap and the wad and the like the terminology like all all of all of it well all of it just really what it comes down to is it's building to me it's building a community yeah so is there a benefit to it yeah you have these cool group of people that you get to know that are going to be I'm gonna say quote unquote Mm like-minded that you're all showing up that you want to do all the same things and work really hard together Mm -hmm. and cheer each other on yeah and then some beautiful friendships can blossom from there Mm -hmm. and so to me that's one of our top benefits of it yeah yeah I think having those signals that you are part of a tribe yeah are important yeah for us feeling like we are a part of something Mm -hmm. and as a business owner and someone that's a a coach that's trying to get people to adhere to doing a thing all the things that help them want to show up Mm -hmm. and be a part of it and commit to doing it i'm a huge fan of Mm -hmm. so Hey, if buying a cool pair of shoes, so if you feel like you fit in with everybody else, like that's going to help you show up more often, I'm all for it. If like having your own special language referring to workouts as wads and gyms as boxes and you do a a workout style called an AMRAP or an EMOM and like using these terminologies, if that makes you feel like you're part of the in crowd in the, like that's going to make you want to show up and be a part of this thing is then it's got its own language it's special Mm. like then i'm then i'm all for it but when we get fanatical about it then those people on the outside that don't know what it's all about and all they see is the raving fan Mm. about all the things and they want to talk about their fran time and like they seem to have lost any and all personality of like the rest of their life doesn't matter and all they talk about is crossfit that becomes I think a problem is in my mind. I mean, anytime we get that fanatical about anything. Well, I was just going to go right. Anytime you start something, you, you drink from the fire hose. Mm. You're all like, think of when you go back to childhood, 
when you start school, when you start a sport, when you go to college. When you went to college, how much garb did you have that sh- that said what the name of yeah. your college was? I went to Fredonia out in New York, and I had everything Fredonia. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you become aware of. And then the outsiders look at it, and they're like, wow, these people are, like, a little obsessed. <laughs> and yeah. it turns into a weird thing. And then... Yeah any sports teams and all those things and um it it becomes a little wow a little standoffish because you if you don't understand it it can become weird yeah i mean weird is good but yeah weird i like i like weird like different but i don't yeah i don't like anytime we go into something and we don't do it with some critical thinking yeah and people that go and just blindly like I'm going to do exactly what was said. And if you go back, if you do some, some re I'll say research, we'll use that word loosely. It's not super deep research, but if you just even just go to crossfit.com and look at the workouts mm-hmm. from like review, there's a good word, another R word review, some workouts for the last like six months. And then you go back to the like 2002 when they first started mm-hmm. posting workouts and review, you know, six months of those workouts, you will see, a drastic difference in the programming because they've learned over time that these are, this is what we thought we needed to do to get elite fitness. And that's still the tagline of CrossFit is forging elite fitness. So, but now we're like, Oh, we don't have to, this actually works a little bit better. It still fits under the umbrella of what kind of CrossFit is defined as, but so it's not a, like a blindly following yeah. whatever comes out of the the main office of, of CrossFit. But and every gym has its opportunity to implement that differently. And 100%. we we do that for sure. And that's actually when I was reading some I I Googled is CrossFit a cult. Oh, this yeah. you know, I was going through things and looking at the dates mm-hmm. of when some of the articles were written. Yeah like back in the early 2000s versus now, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning when they said like some of the workouts are for post-apocalyptic time. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of myself for just yeah. saying that word so fluidly. And preparing for war is one of the articles well, I read. Like, sure. Yeah, that that's the concept and the thought process of behind what CrossFit was. Yeah. And now more of the articles are coming out and like about functional fitness and how looking to have everybody move the best to the ability, building a community so mm-hmm. that pe- people feel safe to come in and focus on how they feel. And yeah. it was nice to see even the article changes of what it, yeah. what people's concepts, what it used to be mm-hmm. and then what it is now. Yeah, And some of that I think is, just natural for all things Anything. there's a bell curve right yeah. there's early adopters and those yeah. early adopters are the crazy ones yeah and they're going to like do all the crazy things yep. and then you're going to reach the peak of mass of adoption of stuff and then like and then there's going to be the downward side of that and we're starting to reach into that where just mm-hmm. people that have never worked out before have never entered a gym before are coming in to do CrossFit and that becomes like, Oh, they're, they're not crazy fitness people. Mm -hmm. They're just regular people. And Mm -hmm. so they're not concerned about, 
their friend time necessarily yeah. or like how much they deadlift. They just want to be healthy and yep. move well. And it's, I think that the aspects about it that people were like, oh, this is definitely a cult just had to do with the natural ebb mm-hmm. and flow of, of a bell curve and, and the adoption of, of any sort of training program yeah. or whatever. So yeah. anything, anything else about that? It seems like there's got to be more to say about I, CrossFit you know, as a cult. You know, a lot of it, like when I, when I asked this, she, this lovely human about it, she was saying about how competitive it is and how mm, people yeah. are watching each other. And I kind of giggled at that because yeah, you're going to have a little bit of healthy <laughs> competition, but I have felt more supported in CrossFit gyms than I did in other athletic realms Mm -hmm. like nobody has ever said to me jenny why is your fran time suck so bad (laughs) it's more jenny i haven't seen you in a couple days where you been um versus other groups i mean i had somebody one time say what happened during your 5k because i was having like an off day but it was like a judgment question not a supportive question and then it also well, everybody gets hurt in CrossFit. Well, not mm. everybody gets hurt. No. And, you know, there's a lot a lot of components that come to injuries, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it's the the quote-unquote cult of CrossFit no. that cause those things. So it's all that speculation, that perception, like everything in our world. Mm-hmm. It's all about comparison and all yeah. those aspects so give it yeah. a try yeah there's a, there's just that common I mean not common but that misconception about what people see what they've heard yeah. they they develop a perception and they really don't have a lot of information yeah to, enough information to really understand it and i think that the like the affiliate model that is crossfit where every gym gets to implement the methodology how they see fit and run their gym how they see fit. Like, I mean, you go into every McDonald's and it's going to be roughly the same experience. Go into any chain, like an Orange Theory or an F45, like it's going to be, you're going to have the same experience from gym to gym. I think, so in the CrossFit gyms, we're not a franchise. We get to, every owner gets to choose exactly how how they run it and how their classes go and what their workouts are and all of, all of the experience on onboarding, every, every decision, it is not, nothing is from top down. We get to decide and have to develop all of that stuff on our own. So that means that you could maybe go to one CrossFit gym and have it feel like a cult and feel like this is not for you. And you can go one that's even like just a couple blocks away and have a completely different experience. So it, yeah, I think there's some, some checks and balances for about like finding like, not all of them are going to feel like crazy, crazy people. And I know some that I'm like, this place is too intense. I probably wouldn't work out there. But I also know some of the people that work out there. And I'm like, they are not crazy, intense people. They're yeah. just regular people. So even even the perceptions that I have about other gyms in the area, I'm just, they're not totally accurate. So no. anyway. Okay, so CrossFit is a cult and it is in a cult. Yeah. And it's got it's got qualities of a cult, but... It's not a cult. I guess I should add, we talked a little bit about Glassman and his like creating the thing. Mm -hmm. He's no longer the CEO or the owner of the company. And it's much more like it's just basically the community 
the the tens of thousands of CrossFit gyms and our affiliates and and the athletes and the the people that that do it are kind of steering the ship and it's all there's there's a few really really good good people that are like hey this is this is the methodology this is what it's always been this is what we're going to stay true to and we're going to track the data mm-hmm. and if the data shows that we're not creating the most fit human beings on the planet then yeah. then we will modify the, the program to so it's not the wild west <laughs> there is there are uh, people that are like that care about this sort of stuff and i think i try to try to care about that in our programming and what we do to make sure that what we're doing is keeping people safe and keeping them making progress and yeah so good times great great all right bye jenny bye